Welcome once again to Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. Everything about Glasgow's West End. Uh, my name's Jim Byrne and the Pat in the title is Pat Byrne. And this is episode 24. Now in episode 24 I interview Francesca Waddle, a West Ender of course, but also an incredibly talented fashion illustrator. Francesca's worked with some of the big names, including Vogue, Bloomingdale's, Tatler, Chanel and The Stylist magazine. But before I get there and introduce Francesca, I just want to say, I was looking at her stats on the, uh, on the podcast and I see we've got some folk from Canada listening. So I want to welcome you if you're listening to this episode. And I also noticed we get quite a lot of people from America listening to the podcast. So I want to just throw a big welcome to you as well. We are really very pleased that you're listening to the podcast. I'd also like to thank the folk who've been adding comments recently. Uh, we really appreciate that. And one person uh, I'm going to thank personally, because I noticed she's put three comments on uh, just in the last couple of weeks, and that's Doreen Baird. Hi, Doreen there in Aberdeen. Doreen's a good friend of Pat's, uh, so hopefully she'll be listening to this particular episode and she'll hear me saying to her, thanks Doreen, we really like the comments. Okay, as I said earlier, in this particular episode I interview Francesca Waddle, or Fran to you and me, and I really enjoyed the chat we had, we had a long rambling chat about art and about Fran's journey to where she is today, I think you're really going to enjoy it. So, uh, if you've not subscribed, please subscribe. Uh, if you've not got in touch to ask us any questions, please do that. We really would like to hear from you. Basically, the best, most direct way is to go via Pat's Twitter, which is at Glasgow's West End. Okay, enough from me. Let's go and chat to Francesca. So I'm Francesca, but go by go by Fran. I have been working as a fashion illustrator, uh, as I do air quotes, um, since graduating from uh, Cardonald College uh, in 2004. Um, so that's maybe jumping forward a bit mm-hmm. too much, but I just want to say that it it still took me up until um, my 30s to, right, okay. to to sort of find... What you wanted to do. Yeah. Who you were. <laughs> find who I was, allow myself <laughs> um, to... Yeah, it was that kind of acceptance of right. this is what I want... Actually, this is what I love doing. Right, OK. Um, so anyway, I'll go back. So I was born and brought up in a town called Forres, in right, okay. the northeast of Scotland, uh, Murrayshire, uh, with my mum and dad and my younger brother, and um, and my mum and dad still live there, and it's a beautiful part of the world, um, and uh, it's just a very sort of um, lovely small town, uh, access to the beach. Uh, so yeah, I had a very happy childhood there. Right. 
and uh, then oh, you went to ask something. Well, no, no, I, knew, I was just, when, when you were at primary school, uh-huh. I assume you were there. Did you do? Were you one of these kids that was always drawing and making things and I was the showing one, the teacher? Yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was the one that everyone would say. Can you draw the horse's hooves? Because right. you know, right. <laughs> you can only just do a straight line. And I would spend hours, like I literally would, like we had lots of animals and right. pets. Okay. So I would draw the dogs, and I loved horses. So I was, I spent a long time drawing horses, right. okay. copying out of books. Um, I'm just trying to think who, who influenced me growing up. Um, uh, just anim- yeah any anything to do with animals i just i just loved drawing um drawing animals and just would do little cartoons of them and yeah i swear i, I mean, was not not all kids have got that particular skill i mean it's, i remember when i was in primary school i was quite interested in drawing i was quite good at drawing but i wasn't the person in the class that could draw the robin perfectly <laughs> if you know what i mean <laughs> From their imagination. There's <laughs> always somebody else that could do that. <laughs> Assuming you were probably that kid in that maybe. context. Yeah, maybe I was. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I certainly maybe. actually, now you say that, it, it kind of brings me back to that. Mm-hmm. You know, it does, it brings me right back to being in primary school and really just knowing just knowing how to draw yeah. and you can't teach that no no that's the thing it's kind of weird because you think well all things are learned you know yeah and yet some kids are very early age yeah have that ability it just uh-huh. some other ability whatever it is I you know, know I know yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think I was quite jealous of that kid anyway I wasn't too late for that <laughs> gotta let it go just to, we've got to appreciate what we can do and embrace <laughs> Yeah, Embrace right. those things and right. yeah, not try and be something that we're not. So you say you you were in a environment with lots of animals. Is that, mean, is that because you grew up on a farm or something? Or you just, <laughs> it was just the environment locally? Or? Uh, yeah, I guess just um, when we were five, I had we got a dog. Right. Uh, got a pug. And it was the, she was the funniest thing. Right. She was, you know, so, like, just a wee character. And E.T. had just come out in the cinema and I used to dress her up and push her right down she was E.T. Um, and my, yeah, we just, from about the age of five, we had animals. Right. And, um, yeah, and just growing, yeah, having, taking the dogs for walks and things like that. And did, did your mum and dad have artistic sort of bent? Yeah, well, yes, yes and no. Um, it's in the family. Right, okay. But as my dad pointed out, he said, it missed me. Oh. <laughs> it skipped a generation, is it? These things often do. Right, okay, that's pretty weird. Yeah. Um, he can't, he says, oh, I can't draw, I can't draw at all. Um, he's very, um, uh, he's a very scholarly and academic. Right. Um, but yes. Okay. Oh, that's, that'll no, be the you, postman. <laughs> you can get that, don't worry. Uh, okay. I can edit this. Okay. Sorry. Okay, so you had the, uh, you had the talent and even back in primary school, <laughs> did people encourage you? I mean, what? Because I suppose a lot of kids have talent when they're kids, you know, when they're young and they yeah. don't necessarily end up as illustrators. Um, yes, my mum and dad encouraged me, and um, my teachers were all very encouraging. So it all pointed. Yeah, it was one of those things that I was always 
going to go to art school. Right, okay. Yeah. So, but even what I'm trying to say is that even though if you are creative, it still, it still didn't take a direct, I still didn't take a direct path to illustration. So, right. I, I still was like, probably, I don't know. Um, I, th- I thought I had to be something, <laughs> or there was like, I, d- right. I don't know. It's right. hard to explain. Right. Um, but um, what did you do? in the big school as I say in secondary school yeah. Forest Academy um, just I you know I just worked on uh, languages uh, German and obviously maths and had history and all that but I did I got the hires I needed right. to go to art school so when you were at school you were going to art school yeah that was it right well, yeah. that's, that's pretty good I that's, know and I, many kids that really know no, that that's what they want to do I know I know um, yeah, and it's, I, I just really, you know, how lucky I am that I knew that's where I wanted mm. to go um, when kids just don't have a clue. No, that's right. Yeah. Um, with, you know, it's so overwhelming with like all these choices that you have to make. And it's always at the worst time of your life, isn't and it? And it is the worst yeah. time of your life, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Lots of other things happening and you're supposed to be studying for things. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's the last thing you just want to do. pile it all on. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So, what did you, where did you apply uh, at that point? I mean, yeah. obviously we're skipping over, I'm sure, a million things, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> um, I applied, well, I briefly went to Carlisle, but that didn't work out. Right. Um, and then my godmother, she said, oh, there's this place, um, I think you'd really, really enjoy it. It's a fabulous art school called Leith School of Art in Edinburgh. Right. I'd never heard of it and uh, she said, you know, you'd really need to check them out. And I'd say that's probably still one of, uh, you know, the best years of my life, going there. Right. We started every morning with a, a slideshow and they would have, they had a giant uh, still life set up in the middle of the, the room which stayed there for the whole term. Um, um, they would have, as I say, I had a slideshow every morning with a different, looking at a different artist, and we would approach the the still life in that style of that artist, mm-hmm. um, and just the amount of encouragement and the way they opened up our eyes mm-hmm. to a way of looking and a way of a response to, to create artworks and a response to still life to figurative to all of that to sculpture um it was it was really incredible and actually think i probably would benefit from going back there and so what was that was that just like that was like an art school same way as classic school that's an art school or you know it's um it's an art school whatever is it it was a foundation year right okay yeah right uh, well, I used it as a foundation right. year. They do a yes, they did a portfolio preparation course. Right. Okay. But it was just um, they were. It was founded by Mark and Lottie, who were a couple. Um, very, I think they had quite a, a deep spiritual spiritual faith. Mm-hmm. Um, but not that that's what that angle was from from Lee School of Art. But there there was definitely something about it, and it was set in a church. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe there was. They were just coming from a particular place that meant the it way they just, did it was it different. Was, and it was very nurturing. Right. And I think when you're 18, 
19. That's <laughs> definitely what you need. You just need that yeah. kind of... Because you think you know it all, and yeah. you know, and you're sort of living on your own. Yeah, also it's good. Yeah. I've got a wee th- you know, a voice to back my head, which keeps saying, Jim, you wanted to go to art school when you were in school, and you never did. So I'll, uh, I'll push it back, push it back. <laughs> so it makes me feel a wee bit jealous when people tell me their stories of going to art school. There's still and, time. There you go. There's still, uh, you, yeah. you know, and I think that's the thing about it is, you know, at 18, 19, you don't have any experience of life. No. Well, see, when I was at school, I'm not going to talk too much, obviously, it's your thing, but uh, I was pushed away from that. Yeah, uh, so many. You know, I was in the play bank, and I was pushed towards more academic subjects. Yeah. Even though I had a, I had a talent for art. Uh, in fact, I went to Glasgow School of Art when I was 12. Did you? Because I'd won a competition. Wow. Where I'd painted something, put it in, and I'd won this competition, which meant I went there for a year. Or Saturday classes. Oh right. So I had the whatever it was. You had yeah you the had desire. the desire. <laughs> uh-huh. And the talent. But I'd been pushed away from it. Right. Young. And every now and again I kind of piss people off by saying that to them, you know. Anyway. Because my cousin and my nephew is he's went to Glasgow School of Art. And my wee brother actually, Peter, he actually never went to Glasgow school uh, to, to art school, but he was he did all the things to get there. Through all the preparation and all the, but never actually made, you know, never actually get in. So, I don't know why I'm telling you that, but anyway. Yeah, I think that. It's just I can relate to what you're saying in some sense, sort of that that kind of desire, you know. Yeah, and it's not even, and I think what I keep saying is even though that the path is clear, it's not necessarily. It's not necessarily where you end up, or, you know, there's lots of other pressures on you at that time and at that age, Mm -hmm. you know. I never had. My mum and dad always encouraged, you know, it was always encouraged, that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, yeah, there's no excuse for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think my mum and dad were discouraging in any bit. Like they were, oh, right. I think it was more the school, to be honest with you. I don't think it was oh. anything to do with it. It was just the, in the, right. the school environment. Yeah, but Art was not something that was mm-hmm. particularly yeah. valued, I don't think. Yeah, mm. it should be, because we're all so okay. different. <laughs> not all academic. Yeah, and it must be a working class area as well. I think there was always a kind of mm. notion. So it's a shame though that a teacher is gonna like set someone's has the power to yeah. you know discourage. Or yeah, they, or can, on, in some sense you can't blame them because they're in a culture which is pushing people for what they see as good reasons. I know. You know yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think as well, it is a cl- there, I know it's probably not true, but there's a certain kind of class element to it. Mm-hmm. I think if you're coming from quite a poor background, people would see, actually, Jim, there's no economic sense in you trying to do what you're trying to do here. Not that I had thought that at the time, or even thought about it since, just thinking about it now as, as we're talking about it. Mm. Uh, so maybe yeah. that was the case. Yeah. Sorry, you've got opened up all these things. <laughs> thinking about I it. I don't think it's too late. I think you could. I think with life experience, I think it only benefits. And well, it's a kind of economic thing, isn't it? You know, yeah. as well. You know, you can't take two or three years out with no money. That uh, yeah, that is the thing about being at art school. It is it affords you that space. I think when you you're young. I mean, everything I'm saying is is rubbish, but I'm just saying it anyway. No, it's not. When you're young, uh, you've got less to lose, and you've probably got more. Or, or less of a sense of fear, 
Yeah. You know, you get anything. Yeah. You, you certainly know what you do with money, that's the last thing you think about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what student girl loans and grants are for. Student loans exactly, are for. Exactly. So you, and at that, that time, of course, you did have student loans. Mm-hmm. So, excellent. Well done, the government. Yeah. Anyway, that's all gone. Yeah. But, uh, so, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you're now, what was it, the name of the place again? Leith. Leith. So I'm at Leith School of Arts. Yeah, it sounds, sounds idyllic. Yeah, it was great. It was really, um, it was wonderful, a wonderful year. And uh, from there, I had the choice of Edinburgh, Glasgow, Dundee, Aberdeen. Um, and I was going to go to Edinburgh. And then I thought, no, uh, no, Glasgow, it's Glasgow, uh, Glasgow School of Art. Um, so, so, I d- so I applied and I got in and I got into painting, so right. I applied to drawing and painting. Okay. And was that the fashion at the time? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because I know that, you know, yeah. sometimes painting's out and sometimes painting's in. <laughs> Tell me, you know, By I mean, the time... The art schools. Yeah, well, actually, that's a really good question. And actually, I think I'll go back and say, no, painting was not in fashion at that time, because by the time it came to... Uh, third year and graduation it was uh, film right. everyone was doing pretty much everything but picking up a paintbrush right, you know? right. okay so it was like a TV screens and yeah which is still the same to be honest with you I don't know if you I mean I go to the, the, the yeah. shows most years and I'll think goodness me 10 years ago they were doing that why are you still doing it I know and I just I don't <laughs> like that to me just, I just don't get it's like it. a cliche I just don't yeah. get it so yeah, this is a multimedia installation like like the one I seen a decade ago, perhaps. <laughs> Can you explain it? <laughs> Where's the yeah. paintings? Yeah, let's, um, let's not put them down anyway. No, 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 they can't be as successful. No, that's true. Yes, we will. Um, but yeah, no, I. But seeing that, so got into Glasgow School of Art um, with my love of figurative, uh, you know, um, life drawing and and all the rest of it. And pretty much fell out of love with okay. yeah with the whole painting and I I I, I didn't finish I didn't I right. didn't finish uh, I got to third year and uh, I totally lost my way goodness me and was really um, in a bad place and um, who was that all down to what was that I was told if I carried on. I would never, if, if I stuck with the life drawing and figurative painting, then I would probably not pass. Um, right. Yeah, so that, I was like, okay, so... Uh, what would you, I mean, what is your take on that in terms of what they were thinking and what you... Um, I just, my... I felt this that you, they want you know you were under like what was it that you wanted to make a statement about and you had to like say something with this work um, and you know standing up and doing the crits and you would just be I think it was just that very much sink or swim um, philosophy and you know talking about your work I mm. don't I don't know I just I couldn't I just clammed up couldn't and articulate it couldn't articulate yeah. it and they were like, you know, they weren't helping things. Yeah. Uh, and it just, it, it yeah, um, yeah, it was really, really uh, quite a painful because for, you know, I'd first, you know, always done it and I was just suddenly questioning 
Like, this is my yeah. identity, and I'm being told I'm not good enough, and I'm, I'm going to fail. Goodness da, me. Da, 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 da. You know, and, and the sort of shame in that. Yeah. and yeah. yeah. Different music from that for that one, that sounds... No. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness me. <laughs> Something dramatic. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was, um, it was tough. It was tough. But they always say, you know... Um, Things happen for a reason. And I, you know, looking back, I did painting, but I probably should have done illustration or I probably should have done fashion or I probably should mm. have done another course. Mm. Um, but but anyway, anyway, I look at it now as those, those three years where I was able to practice my painting skills and... Um, you know, had studio space for that time and met a great bunch of people, yeah. had a brilliant time, um, but just don't have the piece of paper at the end of the day. That's a shame. Well, it's not held me back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went, I went travelling after that and, uh, you know, me and my friend just went round, uh, interrailing round Europe and uh, we'd, you know, just broken up with long-term boyfriends, you know, finished art school and just... We just lived and we just had the best time traveling and just seeing, you know, seeing it from a different perspective and just like leaving behind everything and, you know, camping and just like just doing it, doing what you should probably do if you're an artist and just go and get out there and travel. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's what had happened. Like, maybe up until that point, I had just gone through this, like, process and not diversified or not let myself... Well, the other thing with that explanation of it is that you're giving the people that are criticising you an awful lot of credit, you know, uh, for and giving their view a lot more value than maybe it should have had. I don't know. (laughs) You know, if you look at... I don't know. I mean, I don't know enough about it, but... I mean, this is a podcast. Yeah, I'm keeping it yeah. polite for the yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, if, I, if I, I'm interested in that, I'm interested in artists, and, and I'm interested in what drives folk. And, yeah. You know, if I look at, say, the colorist, or I look at, uh, I don't know, Whistler, or I look at people who love color, and they love beauty, and they love painting, and they love mm. kind of line, and and they get a lot out of just shapes and things, and you know. It's, things are firing off in their brain, they can't necessarily articulate that in a socio-economic context as to why it's important. <laughs> you know, because why it's important is because it's beautiful. You know what I mean? So there are people in certain points of history where that's valued yeah. and that's seen as important and that validates somebody who's like that. Yeah. And there's other points in history where that's not valued. Yeah. And unless you can say something else yeah. with your work, then you don't fit in with the current sort of yeah. what people say you should be doing, what people value. Mm-hmm. And it sounds to me a wee bit as if there's a bit of that going on rather than just the notion that, uh, that mm-hmm. you know, it's pretty undermining what, mm-hmm. what happened there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the fact that they couldn't accommodate that I seems know, to me to be hell of a cruel, you know. Maybe they're just looking after their, you know, you've got to tick the boxes of... Uh, you know, looking after themselves and yeah, but that's kind know. of ideological. You know, there's there's an ideology there uh, that you you try to fit you into their box. Mm, you know, and mm. if you don't fit into the box, no, then they're not going to sign off the bit of paper. Mm-hmm. 
you know, surely they got to admit there's more than one shape. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're totally yeah. right. I think um, it was just an unfortunate that that you know my style yeah. didn't fit with their philosophy and. Yeah, but even their philosophy is just a kind of point in history. Yeah. You know, that's the thing about yeah. it. You know, it's just yeah. uh, ten years earlier they'd had a different mm-hmm. thing that they were looking mm-hmm. for, and ten years after they'd looking for something else. Yeah. So you know, having some kind of perspective yeah. is quite useful, <laughs> I would imagine, in that context. So yeah, um, that, yeah, that's that's quite perceptive, and I suppose, ugh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's like. Yeah, but you haven't went back with a gun and shot them all, so I'm assuming that. It's <laughs> twenty years. Ago. Twenty years. So, so I'm over past. it. I'm over it. It's fine. <laughs> You know, and um, so yeah, kind of. I was a bit yeah, a bit lost for a wee while, but then I decided uh, after going travelling uh, around Europe that I wanted to to study fashion. Actually, that was where, and so that was what was the sort of missing link right. to the painting and to the um, to the fashion so so I went and studied um, at Cardonald I did an H Indian fashion design right okay and manufacture and oh. part of the course was fashion illustration right okay dun, okay dun, dun. <laughs> 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 that is a bit more appropriate yeah right okay so fine so what was about fashion fashion illustration that appealed to you what was it I don't can you, know can't yeah. you can't say just, the, just thought, the lines oh, like the beauty they just right. yeah okay. um, oh yeah. god and it's a pretty deep subject isn't it yeah. You know, uh, I mean, it's got everything that you spoke about earlier, I suppose. It's got shape and yeah. <laughs> all the, you know, different textures and all sorts of stuff, you know. Yeah, and in, in, in another sense, it's commercial as well. Um, and you can be quite, you can be very on the surface mm-hmm. and just be a very, that's your response. Mm-hmm. I suppose as well, thinking about it. You don't need to be, I know this is not the right thing to say, but you don't need to be an artist mm-hmm. to be in fashion because mm-hmm. a, a lot of people don't think of fashion as art, they think of it as, uh, what's mm-hmm. the word I'm looking for? Uh, because it's an industry or... Yeah, but no, or, uh, it's a craft. Yes, you know, it's people, that, yes, I don't yes, mean it is a yes. craft, I just mean that that's what a no. lot of people would think about it. It's a, yes, so, so there's a person. kind of yeah. let out in some sense uh, and say, well, actually, you know, that's okay. That fits with what you're doing because it's not really art. I'm not saying that isn't. I'm, that's not yeah, my. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know exactly what I can say is, you know, from you jumping from one thing, which is people try to find meaning in your art mm. to justify whatever. Yeah. <laughs> to being much more open. Yeah. And the kind of more craft. Yeah. And it isn't craft. I know that's the wrong word. Area where you can do anything you like, because there's that sort of commerciality. There's a kind of more yeah. surface to it. It's more about how things look. Yeah. Uh, without necessarily having any underpinning <laughs> <It's> the, <laughs> required. It's, it appeals to my superficial nature, you well, know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So that's okay. You can, you can say, well, it's this okay. Is, this, this is absolute. This is beautiful. I really love this. And it's you know, yeah. And that's great. That's all you need. <laughs> it's yeah. to really love it. Yeah. And I like that color. Yeah. <laughs> because well. yeah, we could spend hours like going over like this color, this color. What do you think? Yeah. And again, I had the best time. The best two years there, mm-hmm. just fun and, you know, the my tutors were 
so encouraging and it, you know it's just like you suddenly find myself ah I'm back in an environment where people are you know like really wanting you to succeed and yeah a bit more excited about it uh-huh and uh, so it's it yeah um so thankfully I didn't pursue the 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 textile side of it because that sewing's yeah. not my forte mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Definitely not, but it was yeah. So it was it was uh, allowing. Yeah, so it's a blessing in disguise there. Yeah. Those buggers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Set you on a different path. Yeah. Mm. This is where we could have been an uh, unemployed artist. Yeah, just make, you know, sort of <laughs> doing all those that stereotype. Then you could have ended up in <laughs> teaching in the community or whatever, not fulfilled. These are all things that could. St- you just missed it. Oh, I know, I know, but I know it's like, I think it is when it's your love and it's your dream and it's your passion and something bad happens or you fall, you know, you fall out of love with it or whatever, you know, it really does, it knocks you. Um, So it's, I mean, for me, it's very therapeutic and, um, but the going back to um, the, the fashion illustration, it's in that sense that it's very therapeutic while I'm doing it and making it um, and it's kind of flowing and coming out I'm still getting approached with a brief which I quite I quite like that that the pressure was off mm-hmm. um, so that my work was not always like me having to it was a response to something like yeah a catalyst yeah. was there yeah the, the, the client came, comes and says this is the brief and can you uh, fulfil that and uh, you know, illustrate it, articulate it, and that and that is a skill as well as like trying to interpret what they, what their ideas are. Yeah, I mean, I know a wee teeny bit about that, and as much as I'm dealing with clients from our web design, yeah, clients, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I could come to you and yeah. say, I wanted to sort of do this, <laughs> and you know, and so you get some examples of work of what you want it to be. The ideal client. Just one who agrees with everything I say and uh, likes everything I do. Yeah. But there's we not that many of them. <laughs> they just let you get on with it. Exactly. And I always say, well, I mean, if you just let me do it, yeah. you'd end up with something that was fabulous and would really do the job for you. But if you interfere with it every five minutes, you'll end up with oh my dog's God. mess of something that doesn't work and doesn't meet the aims uh, and doesn't use all the skills and the experience I've got. Just <laughs> let go of control and hand it over. Yeah, and I love. I am. Um, I, I don't cut that about you as well. <laughs> it's fine. Like people off. <laughs> I know you'll be like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I totally hear you with the clients that come, um, and then you know after the fifth round of changes, you, you sort of lose the will to live. Well, that's the thing, you know, because. And you've. Yeah, because you've got all that experience, you know, having done it with all these other clients. Mm-hmm. You've at least got a sense of what works and what doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But the client, well, maybe not in your case, maybe the clients are different, but the client doesn't necessarily have any experience and doesn't have a clue as to what works and what doesn't work. But they've seen something they like. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. <laughs> you know, they want you to do it like that. Yeah. So I've seen this thing I really liked. Uh-huh. It was blue. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot to go on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but, you, yeah, yeah, you hear where 
Anyway, to go back to the college, but uh-huh. so what was it they did? Uh, I mean, if you're learning uh, fashion illustration, what what is that? I mean, <laughs> you know, I have no clue really. What, uh, it's how to illustrate the garments. Right. Okay. So it's part of the um, part of the design process right. of um, f- of sketch, I guess. So how did they teach that at college? What what is it? The what's the? So they um, will get so you you are given a it's a, called a croquis I think uh, is how you say it a silhouette um, right. and these are very elongated um, forms with it's the head is a wee bit the neck's a bit longer um, right. and they're you know sort of walking to like catwalk um, so does this area have all these things which are uh, I don't know what the word is uh, default things that people use for fashion illustration it's a yeah. whole history of things that people have used time and time again that are artifacts or whatever that you start from or yeah and you mean like you said this that shape this shape you know, they give you that and say right okay this is yes this is a starting point yeah it's like you know those wooden mannequins yeah that you kind of can move around yeah, yeah, yeah. that sort of thing um, and it's and sort of like a load of lines right, you okay. know, head all right so they're teaching you all these things with proportion proportions and, yes right, okay. and, and then you sort of then then you draw the garment to fit the body um, and you and also uh, you know f- did a bit of Photoshop at that point and right. went a bit digital right went a bit digital right, a bit okay. digital I'm in my next album I think I went a bit digital yeah Fail me. <laughs> it all yeah. went a bit digital. <laughs> well, it, it, from analog, to, is it? Yeah, yeah analog to digital. That's when the world disappeared. That was when ours. Some other time. So, so you're actually designing the thing, as in, you know, you are a fashion designer at that point. Is that right? At that so, point, that's where I am. Yes, yeah. I'm a fashion designer, uh, creating my collection. Right. You know, just out pulling out. Uh, you know doing lots of research and mood boards is where you collect right. all these images together um, okay. you know yeah I've seen that on the telly yeah <laughs> it's hours of um, you can just get lost and then there's like these huge libraries of trend forecasting oh, um, right, okay. it's it's a whole juicy world out there um, of fabrics and swatches and textiles and colour and uh, you know you have things like uh, global traveller or or um, a sort of vint- there's always like sort of four themes that right. gl- global travellers kind of you know tribal and colourful and right, okay. exotic and then you've got your and that's your story uh, storyboards and you have your colours palettes going with that and then you can have maybe more vintage and then there's always a nod back to vintage and right. then there's always like a sort of a much more um, structured sort of black and white mm-hmm. um, so they always kind of so they give you these four different things for each project and you've just yeah, or yeah. Or you choose which or you choose you one choose, and say yeah. like we're okay, we doing this route one or two yeah right, okay um, and you just play about and uh, you, yeah so you come up with your collection right from that um, but then obviously going back to fashion illustration as an art form you know, you go back to the early 1900s and right, okay. you've got the Erte, um, you know, who'd and the front covers of Vogue, obviously, before photography. Right. And they would be, fan, be right. fashion illustrators. Okay, I've never thought about that, but, you know, that's interesting. And um, 
then you get the fashion illustrators who are sitting front row at fashion shows ca- oh, capturing okay, the, okay. the catwalk right, right. which I do not know how you know oh, they're so fast right. so yeah there's like um, I would imagine that the fashion house would invite the illustrator to go backstage and, and they would probably do a series of sittings so in a way it feeds back to port not portraiture but that that thing of figurative art that yeah. we were originally thinking about yeah, yeah. so yeah. good yeah back to that yeah <laughs> um, so but you didn't become a fashion designer when that was never going to be the thing to do <laughs> so I realised realised um, that my skills didn't lie in that field yeah <laughs> narrowing it down which is good you know. yeah um, got to be niche and that, that was um, 2004 2006. But I, felt, but I did think I had to be a designer. Right. Um, so did you think there was such a job as a fashion illustrator at that point? Well, I could see that there was. There was people doing it. I could see thought, people yeah. were doing it, but I just was like, um, yeah, it was just, no, I just was like, I was telling myself a very different story that I had to be a fashion designer or a garment designer right. or work um, in London or work in Scotland. And, right. Yeah, for a f- work for a fashion house. Right, okay. Um, but uh, di- and didn't really kind of let myself explore the fashion illustration route until I got made redundant from uh, my... I had a very brief stint designing sportswear and got made redundant, which was a blessing, another blessing in disguise. Um, and my husband... Well, it was, wasn't my husband at that point. He he said you need to set up a blog, uh, right. and this was just in that kind of you know back mm-hmm. in the blogs were in their infancy and the well, internet. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was doing one in nineteen ninety nine. So that was in the back then. Back then. Quite straight to Glasgow West End. Was it? Yeah, that's like <laughs> that's. <laughs> that's my wife, you see. So she was running. She was running. She started. Well. We both started it, I suppose, but she ran, she ran it. Uh, Pat's Guide to Glasgow West End, 1999. 1999. First blog. So was that, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I guess... Five, been, yeah. Had been going for a wee bit. <laughs> so yeah, there you go, initial tra- <laughs> the trailblazers. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't... It wasn't, it wasn't absolutely right. Isn't this social media Instagram? No, you're right, it was a totally different world back then. It was all... It was, it was all... Uh, people wrote blogs and... Wild West. <laughs> you had... Uh, Blogspot or blogger, whatever. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, so and then I I got my port. And my friend was working as a, a textile designer, and she gave me. Oh, I had some great. I had some brilliant friends and breaks. My friend was working as an art director at Vogue, and he gave me a, he gave me my first break, and I think it was that way of like I would just I would apply uh, approach the skinny. I would approach all these online magazines and just send them my illustrations and just say right. yeah, would you feature my work um, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get yeah. out there I mean, that's, a, that's a, it's an interesting point because I mean I spoke to a few people doing this blog and uh, one thing I'm always interested in is the confidence or the lack of it uh, and the kind of uh, what's the word how people think about what's possible at particular points in their life you know uh, particularly when people are young because there is some people, you know, they don't know that they can do 
what they want to do. <laughs> they don't know that it's possible yeah. um, because they don't have examples of the types of person they think they are yeah. doing it. Yeah. Therefore, they don't have the confidence to send something to Vogue or whatever. Whereas another, there's another group of people who they are just grown up thinking that everything's possible and they know everybody. Yeah. And I wouldn't think twice about phoning somebody up and saying, can, can, I, can I get a job? <laughs> I know, I know. So where was your head in relation to that at that point? <laughs> were you thinking, yeah, well, so that'll do that, it's going to be easy. I'm <laughs> so, I'm bit, good and people will bit, know it as soon as they see my stuff. Is that how it, it's hard, isn't it? I'm in the middle, right. if I'm honest. It took me to go to a business life coach and she was brilliant. It was right. uh, part of Creative, Scot- uh, Creative Scotland. Um, you know, setting up his business online, and I said, "Oh, I have to, I have to be a, a designer, and I have to be in a studio, and I'd love to do fashion illustration, but I can't do that." And she says, "She said, but but why? But why can't you do that?" Yeah. And she was like the one that got me to sort of. Think, like, actually, I can do that. I can do that. Yeah. I can. I don't have to be this person that is, you know, I have to go and do this when actually what I really love. And it was allowing yeah. myself to accept, you know, that I can draw beautiful pictures of beautiful women yeah. and beautiful dresses and beautiful clothes. And that's okay. As part of, uh, is it a cultural cultural enterprise Scotland um, as part of a startup that I got this um, business service? Right. She's worth it. She's worth it for that. You know, she just said, think about it. If you, you know, why why can't you do what you love and be an inspiration? Then mm-hmm. you can be an inspiration to younger younger um, anyone that wants to do this and, yeah. and you know show that it can be done. So yeah, it's about. Yeah, that was good. That sounds very sort of pivotal moment there. Yeah. 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 It's good. I mean, I, I've actually tried a life coaching. I met her twice, <laughs> and uh, this was probably a decade ago. And uh, you're so ahead of me. No, I, I, <laughs> well, it didn't really work out that well for me. Oh. Uh, can't remember. Exactly. Were you going to end up doing some? Well, it was actually mostly. I think to be honest with you, the reason it didn't work out that well was because I didn't do the things that <laughs> that she was. Because I probably thought they were impossible, it you know. It does push you to yeah, your edges. That's right. Because, I mean, I'm running my own business, just as you're running your own business. And I've been running my own business since 2005. Mm. Uh, and in some sense, I was only going to see somebody because I wanted to somehow find the motivation to develop my business, you know. And But, I mean, my passions are not necessarily in my business. I totally feel that. <laughs> because, I mean, I'm a musician and a songwriter yeah. and I love music. So your heart's and going one way and yeah, your head's saying right. So you're trying else. to do something and the, and the life coach is saying, well, you know, why don't you do that? You say, well, you know, you're just 0.001% of all songwriters and musicians make but a listen, living. listen, you've got to do it for the love <laughs> and do it so that you wouldn't get paid. And that's really what you do um, and you do everything else to... You know, as as a way of making ends meet, and it's amazing that I get. Yeah, no, I mean you're an example, an inspirational example. Uh, but I didn't think I could do that. I probably still don't think I could do that. You know, so I think it's about uh, 
about change, uh, flipping yeah. that round yeah. and just saying like that it's enough that you, you know, I, um, you know, I think, I think what a life coach does is it forces us, it holds a mirror up and uh, if they're good, they just kind of reflect back to you. Yeah, that's right. So they say, what do you love? And you say, yeah. oh, I love music. I love it. Uh-huh. Why are you not doing that? And then it's taking you and they can... <laughs> And then you've got a million reasons. You know, yeah, until million yourself. excuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you've, yeah. <sighs> Goodness me, I know where Eva's are. That's too painful. Uh, I mean, I do music. I still, I mean, I, yeah. I do music. I mean, I've, I've uh, done all sorts of interesting stuff through music, including touring and uh-huh. played in New York and wow. played with Prime Beavles for a wee while. You might know the Prime Beavles from the 1990s. Uh, I was a guitarist for a wee while. Uh, Wrote songs with Marty Pello, wrote songs with uh, Carol, King, Carol Kidd, sorry, the jazz singer. Wow. Uh, had several albums out. That's quite <laughs> amazing. <laughs> and uh, So I'm doing music, you know, it's just that there's no money in it. It's not that I don't do it, but there's just do no... You want to, do you want music to be the source of income? Well, I don't really know because... Or would you Did like to have a source of income that enabled you to do music? Well, I suppose if I had an independent income, I would probably be doing music. I'd actually, I, mean, I like art yeah. things. You know, I mean, I do have a bit of design as well. I'm, I'm actually too much, too thin, you know. <laughs> too thinly spread. You spread yourself I like lots thin. of things. You're a poly, was it a poly? Yeah, so I've done, I mean, I've written some, I don't I mean, I don't want to get into it. Too many things, put it that way, mm-hmm. you know, so. But that, I think that that's also about being a creative Type yeah. is that you, um, you know, it, we are good at yeah. creative things. We love doing all those things, That's and it's right. finding. Allow yourself to do them for for the love of doing them. Yeah. Um, and maybe separate the the income. The source. commerce from the yeah yeah. Because some, yeah. Well, yeah. there is there is a there is a kind of uh, what's the another right? There there's a. a school of thought that says that that's the best way to do it, you know, because I have yeah. read all these things, yeah. uh, which says, yeah, do your work, and then real, true art can be done uh, when you're unencumbered by commerce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair enough. There is, yeah. cert- like, there is a certain pressure, though, that with, and I think that's when you have a big commission that you can't spend five minutes on a on a sketch, and that's enough. If but it, maybe it is only five minutes, but it's not. If you think about like you've done, that's maybe it has taken you five minutes, but there's all that 20, 30 yeah, that's right. years of experience behind those five Absolutely. minutes. Yeah. Um, but yes, when I get a big commission, I there is that weight that yeah. is that kind of comes with it that you yeah. think, oh, I need to, you know, it needs the value. But equally, thing. they chose you. Because yeah. they want what they see you've got. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's so maybe you just have to give them what you've got, <laughs> and <laughs> they'll be happy because <laughs> that's what they wanted. To, yeah, you know, so that and you know, it's the, I suppose the way you think about it. Mm-hmm. You know. But so. I've seen my I've seen my work kind of you know I have agonised and agonised and agonised over it, and you know probably the first one was the best, but yet I yeah. you know feel you know that just didn't you know that was just too easy or that yeah. didn't take long enough or it should be harder and well I think you've got quite a uh, a nice style I mean again what, what do I know but I mean looking at your mm-hmm. you've got quite a lot of stuff on <laughs> looking at all your stuff 
it's quite light, you know. And I'm trying to give you the meaning of what I mean by that. I just mean it looks like uh, it's not been agony to come up with it, if you know <laughs> what I mean. Which I always think is a good thing, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I play music and I write music and I write songs. I yeah. don't want it to sound like it was hard work. I know, and you, you'll, you'll be the same, like a song yeah. or maybe just. Yeah, that's right. So, you're so waiting for something that gives you feedback, you know. Yeah. That you say, oh, yeah, I really like this. <laughs> I know. And then, and then it opens up to yeah. getting into that and sort of developing that. But looking at your illustrations, as I say, they don't look heavy uh, and they don't look overdone, you know, which is when things become mush, you know. Like, That's, so yes. you've managed to capture that, I think, you know, just looking at your, your work, not making them too much too laboured too laboured yeah, that's exactly. ones that I'm not posting online you yeah. know <laughs> well, that's the thing you know yeah. again I mean that was the pristine end product that looks fantastic but I, yeah yeah, uh-huh. yeah. but there's months of and that's actually torture it's months of torture it. and I'm actually trying I think Instagram is making me a bit more like this but like to reveal the process I think that's where it's far more interesting you know you uh, there was a really interesting Netflix um, series on uh, designers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've probably seen that. Yeah. There was uh, an illustrator, a, a German. Illu- oh, I should know his name. Is it a woman in New York? Yeah. Yeah, she was good. Yeah, pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, really busy things. She was doing that one. She was the was she the interior designer or the architect, and she had this other painting sideline yeah, that right, she would right, like yeah. map yeah. out. Yeah, that's right. These, yeah. and they were just the most in- yeah. intricate. Um, yeah, she was interesting. Yeah, Marcus Neumann uh, was the illustrator, and it was the cameras trying to get in behind to see his process, and he was very. I think he he struggled with that a little bit, and he wanted to um, sort of show a certain side of of how he worked. But it's always the way. It's like you are so much more fascinated by the process than maybe yeah. the, the. That's the kind of modern way, isn't it? People are yeah, interested in that. Th- that's just you know. like the, vul- the vulnerable, yeah. like the vulnerability there. Yeah, part of the problem with some of that, mind you, is it just uses a kind of marketing tool. There's no real, and you know, sometimes it's yeah. not real. <laughs> People think, oh, I need to reveal the process, <laughs> but then they police the process and the market. You know, they kind of cut it to look. You know, yeah. it's not really the process. It's like it's not, <laughs> sanitized. Like <sitting> there. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's probably it is the result of you know all this. Yeah. It's it's that kind of it's like working out, isn't it? It's like if you you just got to keep doing it every day. Yeah. And yeah. You, know, you don't finish anything. No. You abandon. You know that's that's the phrase, isn't yeah, it? You, yeah. you don't finish things. You just abandon them. You just, when you are you lose interest in them, mm-hmm. and that's it finished. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just uh-huh. and that's it. Someone else said that is like. Is it not an artist's? Um, was it just? It's not. It's not up to you. Was it? Oh God! What is it? You create the work and then you put it out there, and it's not up to you to keep it or something. I don't know. And it's up, but it's just. It can be excruciating. Yeah. But get over. Yeah. yeah. You just got to get over yourself. I think. That's true. I mean, did, I, I'm assuming you didn't necessarily get through that so much, given the zero. Oh, you did. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. That's that's right. my thing that I have to work on. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But 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 yes, the commerciality, the commissions, <clears throat> help that help me get over myself. Right. Okay. Tell me a bit about that. I know we've diverged away from it. <laughs> <laughs> so you you got to the point where you're uh, 
now working for yourself, is that right? It's yeah. your own business? Yes, yes. Uh, and you got that one job to start with? Yes. What happened then? Oh my God, I peaked. <laughs> <laughs> I no. got, yeah, I put my work out there on social media and um, I did a bit of work for the skinny and then I, uh, my friend um, could permission me for Vogue Turkey and then Bloomingdale's got in touch with me and uh, asked me to create a perfume story, like a beauty makeup chart. And that, that was just, oh my God, it was like, oh, it was flying high. It was, it was awesome. It was just like, is this real? Who know? How can this be so, like, so easy? And you know, I didn't have an agent at that point. No. I'd like just started my blog. So right. I don't know. That was... So you say so easy, you mean getting the work or doing yeah. the work? Getting, getting the, the work. work, right? And I've never, yeah, it's never been a struggle. Yeah. Well, to be honest with you, I can imagine why. <laughs> your, your work's good. That's basically why. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Uh, not good. It's exceptional. It's exceptional. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, certainly, I think so. Anyway, so oh. that's why people get in touch with you. So, how did you get from that to running a business? I mean, that obviously, occasionally people ask you to do things. People will ask me to do things, but that doesn't mean that there's a there's a business in it. So. Um, I think I think through my husband's self-belief in me having those commissions come through and then I, I, I contacted a few agents I thought that was the next step and having a bit of um, advice from creative uh, uh, creative cultural enterprise uh, they were um, you know just sort of these are the, the routes that you could do and um, and and just sort of yeah, I think I think just the timing was good as well, and, and just the online meant that I could work from yeah, home. Yeah, I suppose that's right. Yeah, and I don't have a product yeah. as well. Um, you know, with the, the whole fashion design thing, going back to that, you would need like stocks, yeah. stockist products. So I am my own business, and I can sit at home and sit in my uh, little studio at home and have a client in America mm-hmm. and we can email back and forth and it's all digital but mm-hmm. I mean it's yeah 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 so you're the I don't know. the right time to do it yeah in some sense yeah it all, <laughs> it all yeah. came yeah came I suppose I, I mean I don't know what, what a fashion, how a fashion illustrator would have worked in the past maybe they would have worked in the office mm-hmm. I think you're right yeah. yes yeah. you would probably work with a fashion house yeah um, and yeah so you would be much more um like have to yeah. physical address physical part address. of a team sort of thing yeah uh, and you probably well I don't know maybe maybe there wasn't such a thing as somebody who was self-employed fashion illustrator maybe you were just part of the business maybe part of the team yeah you know? well you would yes because there's um, Kenneth Paul Block and he was for Halston right and there was uh, Rennie Gruel who uh, his stuff is amazing and um, David Downton who for me is like up there the most right. he's just what he can do with one brush stroke right it, what he can convey in one brush stroke it's or what he ca- what he leaves out yeah. is yeah is that's what you know I'm just that's the talent isn't that's, it yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> that's <Yeah>. the peak <laughs> so yeah. Um, but yeah like it's great to c- collaborate and going forward, I hope that 
I do get the chance to work with a fashion designer or a fashion house or another creative that so that the two mm-hmm. the two the two um disciplines could I don't know how that could work um you know uh, w- with a craftsperson or, yeah. or something yeah because yeah. uh, editorial's great and uh, and these are good good commissions but yeah something a bit more creative would be good fun something more of a partnership yeah. where you're involved in some sense in both sides of the it, yeah, process it, it the, be, yeah. <laughs> not just somebody else's vision yes. that you've got to illustrate in some way yeah yeah your vision is part of it yeah so, so how long have you been running your own business for so my daughter's six uh, no, sorry, she's seven, and they pretty much went. Right. I had a baby. I had two babies, really, at the same time. I right. I burst. Um, I I I finished one commission. I think it was like my third commission, from starting up, in the Nove- October or November, and then she came in January. So. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, you were being creative there as well. <laughs> Birth, <laughs> another, <yes>. another product. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, they've always gone gone in tandem, and you know she's she's quite fascinated by what I do, and she's showing signs of right, possibly okay. I don't know I don't know. Yeah, I'd imagine if she's working in, or if she's in this environment, you know. Oh, she see, yeah, it might seem quite natural. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So. Anyway, I think you know we've probably that's quite a good time to stop the talking. Well, thank you. I'm, actually, that wasn't as painful. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for agreeing. Uh, Well, a big thanks to Fran there. That was absolutely fascinating. I really enjoyed that interview, and hopefully you did. Uh, as I said at the start of the podcast, if you'd like to get in touch, if you've got any questions for us, please do. We'd really welcome it. It's jim at glasgowestend.co.uk or pat at glasgowestend.co.uk or get to Pat directly through the Twitter at Glasgow's West End. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch up the next time. Bye.